This podcast is presented by the Earth Hotel. Hey guys, this is Tyler Cooper, and you guys are listening to Beers and Prods. <laughs> struggling with not being able to do feel like I can do projects and stuff I'll like have these great ideas that I want to do and not be able to do them but um now uh I'm doing it and like like the for instance um I wanted to model some custom holders for these tools for my pegboard so that when I solder stuff and need a multimeter, I can just like put it in its custom holder. Mm-hmm. And you use a program, CAD programs like for that. So Fusion 360 is what I was going to learn. And, I, and for the longest time, I was like, oh, I have to learn Fusion 360. Like I have to learn the program before I can do anything. And instead of using the tool of Fusion 360 as a tool which is what it was supposed to be doing. I was using it as a mental barrier to keep myself from actually trying to do it because I would procrastinate. It was like, oh, I have to learn Fusion 360 before I do that. But really what I needed to do was just open Fusion 360, look at a YouTube tutorial to do what exa- exactly what I wanted to do and just try. And, I, and I, when I did it, it felt so satisfying. I was like, holy fuck is this what like creative people feel like all the time (laughs) are they actually just like doing things that like regular people do yeah it's just like do the thing stop using the tool as a barrier use the tool as a tool not a barrier yeah um and stop gatekeeping yourself from doing things like a big takeaway that i've had from like the past month actually it was after a very positive acid trip with a really close friend of mine was that the park or the hiking no i've heard you talk about uh that was actually a year ago um and and the the funny thing about that whole joke is that literally all of that is true like all of that actually happened to me the man on the suzuki bike the bigfoot hunt (laughs) It turns out, like, I looked at news articles from around that time, and apparently there was, like, a black bear spotted. So, like, that like, makes all no. all makes sense now. No. I'm so scared of bears. Yeah. Black bears are actually not that big, though. They're, like, probably about your size, Paige. Yeah, but they're so scared. They're the size of my dog. But yeah, when but it's a mother so, cow, like, they have claws. I have, a, I have a bear at home. Louis is actually not a dog. <laughs> if, you, if that thing is actually a bear, I'm going to be <laughs> pissed, dude. Like, absolutely irate. Yeah, oh, but that was a uh, very inspirational advice, Malice Harrison. I've 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 learned that it's it's really stupid to stop yourself from doing the things that you want to do, and now I'm doing them, and it feels really good. Um, I'm really excited for the future. Uh, I feel a lot more creative, especially with comedy lately. Like um, being asked to do shows and like yeah. actually like repeatedly working on the same material and like. I feel like that's like a big a big problem with like a lot of new people is they like go up, they try one joke, they it doesn't go well the first time and like then they get discouraged and they try new stuff and so they like never improve. Like girl just like try the same joke over again. Practice that shit. Like yeah. that's what you have to do to get better. 
Um, I'm really excited for theme show tonight. I'm also excited for theme show. We're doing theme show. This is not live, but what is theme show. Uh, theme shows tonight at Rojo. Um, it's I, every month. I think I've been to one where you did it, and it was like reading from your diary. It was, was probably it? not good. Um, uh, yeah, my Rojo shows are like so par at best. It's a weird room. It's so long. It's so weird. It's people are eating. It's like, like a hallway. Yeah, people are like eating there, and they're just like, "Who the fuck? Like, why is she just talking up on stage?" I will say, Alice, I've seen you perform at Goulash, and I always think you are very. Very entertaining. I giggle every time. Oh, that's that's very <laughs> that's very good to hear because like a lot of the times you go up on at goulash and like people uh, drunk people at the bar are talking over your set or yep. um someone heckles you or people are just silent for a joke that you thought was gonna be really yeah, you, fucking. Oh, funny. I had that was a question I wanted to ask you. Would you rather be heckled or would you rather people not laugh at all? I would rather be heckled. I would too. I asked that question to somebody. They were like, "Oh, I'd rather be it's like I'd rather be silent." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" That is the most dreadful feeling. Like it makes my it makes me feel like my stomach is dropping out. There's like, something worse than laughing after a joke, like where you know the punchline is funny and nobody laughs, and you're just like, "Haha." Yeah, you, you're All just right. you're just trying you're trying this new material, and you think it's funny as fuck. So you're already like giggling about it on stage, and like they gear up for it, and then they, you tell them, and then they're just like, yeah. And you're Show's like, show's going great. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what to do uh, to recover from that, other than to just be like, oh, well, guess I shouldn't try that one again. And usually <laughs> that gets a laugh. Like, yeah. the people will be like. Because they'll be laughing in agreement. Like, yeah, you maybe good. you shouldn't fucking do that joke again. Because most of the time people want you to do well. But, I mean, I, I get, like, if they don't laugh at something. Like, I, I don't want them to laugh at something that's not funny. But it's just so painful when it doesn't get a laugh at oh, all. Oh, yeah, of course it is. God, it hurts. Have you ever had a set where that, like, happened repeatedly? Yes. Uh, I did a set at Lusa Brews in Tuscaloosa. I did my entire set, which always went really well. Like, these were my best jokes. Nobody laughed. Nobody thought it was funny. And, I mean, it wasn't just me. It was, like, some other comedians, too. We had a comedian come in from New York, and he got some laughs. But, I mean, I'm not blaming the crowd. But you're blaming the crowd. But maybe it was the vibe of the room. It, I mean, like, yeah, it was kind of the vibe. Or maybe they were sexist. Like it wasn't. I mean, no. Like a dude went up to and he this like his name is Lewis and he is from Tuscaloosa. Lewis Lartigue. He is hilarious. I love Lewis. Like he's so funny. It's this very dry one liner kind of stuff, and he's great. And he went on first, and he did all right. And then I went on and just ate shit. Mm, for like a good 10 minutes. Oh my God. And then somebody else went on and I didn't know, I don't remember who it was because I was in the bathroom just going, oh God, that was like the worst show ever. Oh my God. I like, I was like trying not to cry and stuff like that. And then uh, the guy from New York went on and he did, I mean, he did pretty well. It wasn't I like, I think maybe it's because people level. are like hyped up. They're like, ooh, he's from New York. Yeah. I, I don't know. That was the worst Big show I've ever city. done. And I, it, it happens, you know. Lately, I've been kind of like, like, at the time, it's terrible when it happens, like, oh, anything yeah. bad that happens to you. But, like, later on, it's kind of like you put that away in your, like, comedy toolbox. And you're just, like, later on, you can bring it up and, like, draw from that emotion. Yeah. I think my worst one was at uh, Goulash one night, and I went up last. Oh, no. And oh. there were two people in the audience. And, like, 
some of my jokes got like some of them laughing because the room was so empty. I felt like so anxious and I did just terribly. Yeah. Um, and it felt so bad. And after Chris Ivy was like, don't worry about it. It happens to everyone. Like everyone has one of these nights. Everyone has one of these sets. And that made me feel a lot better. It made me keep coming back and like doing it again. And I have had bad sets since. Uh, same. Since, <laughs> since that really shitty one, like it does happen repeatedly and it does happen to everyone. So that's like, and kind of encouraging, I guess, like that people are universally crappy and don't laugh at some jokes. Yeah, I like, mean, some things that you think are hilarious, some people just like don't think are funny at all. Like I do this heroin joke that I think is so funny, but at the same time, we have an opioid epidemic here in Birmingham. Like what the fuck, Paige? Yeah, I have this joke about how um, having the flu feels like being Theoden from Lord of the Rings, the two towers before yeah. he gets saved by Gandalf and uh, Gandalf is just like ibuprofen and, <laughs> and then like the ibuprofen like tries to heal the flu and he's like, you have no power, Hugh. <laughs> ibuprofen the red. Um, and like, it's such a deep cut reference. Like no, no like mainstream audience would laugh at that shit. So I like, have not tried that joke like at a, in an audience because I know it will bomb. Oh, you should always try it once. Always um, try it once. It's like saying when when everyone asks me when anyone asks me where I got something and I got it from Amazon, I'll always be like, I got it from the Amazon, <laughs> and only like a few people will ever understand that reference. It's such like a deep cut, and also it's like Finding Nemo, um, which is a children's movie. And just, like, no one ever gets it. And, like, I'll get, like, one giggle from, like, one person out of 30 who, like, understands that. So let me ask you guys a question. As comedians, would you rather perform in a room full of people or a half-empty room? A room full of people. I mean, I would like the room full, personally. Okay. Yeah. I if, it's, all right. If the room full of people is in a bad mood and it's not guaranteed they're going to laugh versus the half room where they're... They're there. Then the half room, yeah. Yeah, then that. It all depends on the mood of the people, really. You can usually tell. Tell that going up. Yeah, you you can can, absolutely tell. You can absolutely tell the feel of the room, like, and it's always, it's always really intimidating to go up after someone who really bombs or somebody who did really good. It's like it's it like always depends on how the audience perceives that like bomb. Like you can come up and like maybe even make a joke about the previous person. And, like, that will get them laughing again, mm-hmm. and that will, like, relieve the bad joke vibe tension. But, like, it always it always depends on the room and the people. Like, Crestwood is such a weird room. Oh, my God, Crestwood's such a weird room. It's, like, it's like your stepdad's, like, living room with, like, wood paneling yeah. and, like, a couple a, of, like, pu- church pews. It's, like, so like fucking weird. a log cabin with a stage. Yeah. It's, so, it's such a weird vibe. With a bathroom next to the stage. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah, I know. It's like the weirdest. Like people will just be walking favorite. by you, going to the bathroom, like going to take a piss. All right, see ya. Bye, bye. Natalia, what is your most embarrassing moment like in your life, like performing in front of people or being on stage? Oh, I, do you have one of those? I really haven't performed in front of people. I, when I so I used to work at a gun store, I do now, but I used to do their marketing and PR and event coordinating, and I would have to get up in front of the people and pretty much give them the rules for going out on the gun range. I think the most embarrassing for me was I got up there. I was very tired. I may or may not have been hungover. We're going to go with I was. What a good employee. 
I didn't want to be there. I wasn't supposed to be there. It was like a last, it was my off day and I got called in for like a last minute event. Oh, well then that's their fault. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah, oh. and I showed up and it was like a bachelor party and I was trying to read them like the rules of going on the range. And it was, I mean, like I would try to make it fun and like kind of quirky, but at the same time, like don't fuck up. And it was one of those, like, I would yeah, always don't say. Don't fuck it. up or somebody dies. I was pretty much, I was like, guys, like, keep your guns pointed downrange. If you turn around, your gun's pointed this way. Just know that my aim is a lot better than yours and my gun will be on you in a heartbeat. But I said something and all of the guys started laughing and I'd, like, mispronounce a word or something. And I was just like, ah. I don't want to be lost the respect here. of everyone. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, like, being a female in the gun industry is already hard enough as it is. No, no, it wasn't that I said anything wrong. I was just going in. I mean, they walk. I mean, like, I had to wear, like, a dress and heels to work every day. Like, I looked like I worked for Fox News. And I was just like, this is, it was like a bachelor party. And I walked in, and one of them was like, man, I'd like to take you home tonight. And I was like, man, I'd like for you to shut the fuck up. Pay attention to what I have to say. What do y'all think about, like, how, what, I don't know. I feel like women are so scrutinized in the workplace especially like when it comes to having any sort of authority or just having any sort of respect like you make one yeah. mistake there was actually uh, an inter- uh, an episode of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Amy becomes a sergeant and she tries to pour a glass yes, of water perfectly while she's giving a briefing to show people that she can do one thing well uh, and earn their respect and yeah. she like spills water all over the table and like immediately lo- they all lose respect for her yeah so like i don't know i just feel like you make one little slip up and immediately people are like really scrutinizing you especially at like in my job as a software engineer i have a lot of like scrutiny that my male peers don't really come under and it's uh i don't know i was just wondering if you guys have experienced that oh, yes. oh hell yeah it's i mean i think her the most- job especially mine's not that big of a deal yeah. I mean, I'll say, I mean, I think the most embarrassing thing publicly, I mean, I wasn't even embarrassed because I thought it was a joke to begin with. I mean, we went to the hockey game recently. Yeah. And I could not hit a golf ball. You sucked. (laughs) I won. (laughs) Page one. I don't know if I I mentioned that. My thing was like, people were like, oh my God. Like afterwards, like, were were you okay? And I was like, yeah. I was like. Were you drunk? (laughs) I was very drunk to begin with. And then I don't play golf. I don't care about golf. And the entire the, the the hockey game was a game, and then the golf was a game within a what game, is ho- and what I is didn't a give hockey? a shit. Is there a- we got hauled in for like the hat, like the the third. It wasn't a halftime; it was like a third time entertainment, and it was we were supposed to hit like a wiffle ball with a clown golf puck thing, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, I'm drunk. I did it. It took me like four times to hit so it, and then the skills. Yeah, Paige was Skills. Great. No, okay. I have a story about that. Um dudes oh, being dicks to people so we hired this little like 18 year old piece of shit at a store that i used to work with Love work at not the birmingham store but a different store that i used to train at and uh, i was training him on how to do like backstop and top stop not that hard you just take the backstock and you do the backstock or you take the top stock and you do the top stock so uh, i'd asked him to do the top stock for the food before he did the whatever came on the truck which was like the new stuff um which would have been like you know, a later date than the stuff we already had. Yeah. And he did all of the stuff on the truck first. And I was like, <laughs> I remember coming back and looking at the dates and being like, what the fuck? I told you to do the, to- the stuff on the top stock. Why? And he just ignored me and like went to talk to our manager who was a man. And I was just like, I swear to God. I mean, he got in trouble. He got reprimanded. But you could just tell like any girl that would give him any kind of 
like command or not even really command, just, just like, like clear instruction. More, it was more like advice. Yeah, just to be like, honest. If you care about your job, yeah, you will do this. You will do this. You should do this. And he was being such an asshole about it, and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm not. I've worked at this job way longer than anybody here. Like, it's sad, I know, but here we are, and I need you to do it right. And he, I wrote him up, and he got super pissed off at me and didn't talk to me for the rest of the time until he quit. I, and he got written up twice, one by a man and one by me, and he still would talk to the man. I was just like, okay, dude, really? Is this how we're going to play it? Fine. We can do that. Sounds like a model employee. And I'm not saying, like, all dudes do that. Like, some dudes are very good with, you know, talking. Like, I've never had a problem with the goulash comedy scene. All the guys there are super nice. Stand-up comedy uh, stand-up Tuscaloosa comedy scene, very welcoming, very nice to women, uh, always willing to help. Just in some environments, men are shitty. Yeah, Everyone's shitty in their own environment. I'm shitty in my environment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what the I can hell? Be, I can be a real POS. <laughs> with, with managing, I mean, like, even when I managed at the gun store, I had a lot of guys that would come in that I would hire, and they didn't want to listen to me. And I'm like, bitch, I am your manager. But at the same time, I would have girls that would come in and start working and they didn't want to listen. And I feel like it had, I mean, and with that being said, some of the girls, like one of the girls that I had the most problems with, her dad was one of our gunsmiths. Well, there you go. And she would constantly be like, I have to see what she's saying. I'm like, I'm your manager. You're going to do what I say. You're going to get written up. And after three write-ups, you're gone. And I'm going to punch you in the face. And I mean, but it was like a continuous thing with her. And it's the same with guys until you start, like, putting your foot down and establish. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, with my dogs, like, I have to establish dominance with them. Same with people. You have to you be like, have bitch, not. Nah. treat men like dogs, bitch, no. though. You should have to treat people like dogs. But you do. It's not, I mean, like, it is worse with men as a woman. But, I mean, you have it with guys as well. I mean, girls as well. We should probably uh, introduce the oh. show like we forget to oh, yeah, do yeah. every time. Oh, we always forget. Uh, I'm Paige. And I'm Natalia. I'm Alice. And this is Beers and Broads. I just, you know, went went with it. You yeah, know, very good. You did it. very good. Did Nobody else has no done rehears- that, so. No rehearsal. Boom. Just free you form. Did wonderful. All free I'm very form. proud of you. <laughs> we've, been, we've been wanting a third voice on that, and no one's given it to us yeah. until now. So thank you. We didn't even have to ask for it. It's wonderful. Yeah, we're excited I'm to have Alice on the show. Person. Uh, cause she is moving to Oakland, California. Oh, wow. Woo. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. The lesbian Holy. promised land. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. Um, uh, is that is that an exciting, scary move for you? Yeah, it's mostly exciting. I was a little scared up until I sold my Centipede console. I wish you had a chance to see it, but I had a Centipede arcade machine, like the full oh, like sick. 1980 really? original co- uh, arcade in my room. And that's actually why I have like the thigh piece on my leg of the side art. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I realized like when I was moving that, oh no, I'm not going to have enough money for a moving truck. Oh. And then I realized that I had essentially the equivalent of a small used car sitting in my bedroom and that it was really big and heavy and that I could sell it. (laughs) Wait, how did you get it down these stairs? Some movers came and got it. Well, that was nice of them. The CTO of uh, Ticket Biscuit bought it. Really? Um, so I know it'll be in a good home. Um, good. And that will be loved and cared for. Oh, good for him. And taken care of. Light bulbs replaced when needed. Yes, exactly. Oh. Um, I, I hooked him up with the per- person who sold it to me who uh, warranties it. So um, 
if it ever breaks, you know, it will get repaired and brought back to life. Mm -hmm. He's going to have a really hard time beating my high scores, though. Oh, good. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. Is she keeping it's a challenge. It's a great challenge. Just knowing he's sitting in there late at night. His wife's like, come to bed. He's like, no. Gotta do this. One more game. One, One more, more game. game. I can't let Alice beat me. And if you get a high a higher score, a game can last like 30 minutes or so. So if you fuck up, you have to start all over again. Ah. Um you get you get a life every twelve thousand points though. Good God so that's almighty. that's a that's you know a consolation prize. Yeah, I I feel that because me and my friend we used to play uh, games in Tuscaloosa all the time, like these like old fashioned games, and he would always beat me every time. I could not beat this kid. Like I said, I could beat him in basketball, free throws. So good at. Let it. me ask you this, Paige. Did he play a mean pinball? He did play a mean pinball. Was he a pinball wizard, though? Stop with the song. I know. All right. So me and I tell you, so listen, I'm a pinball wizard all the time. I know what you're doing. Stop it. Yes, he did. He did play pinball very well. And it would always beat me. I don't think I've ever beaten him at pinball. I have some pinball friends and they, everyone who's into pinball is like into yep. pinball and i think that's how the industry has sustained itself and honestly i think it's like good that way because that way the people who are enthusiastic about it like who actually care about it and passionate about it care enough for there to be an entire industry around it yeah like it for of like niche manufacturers making lights and and like parts for these pinball machines like people have they have to be repaired they're really really big pieces of machinery yeah. or at least the old ones are because they weren't designed to last long they were last you know designed to last like maybe two or three years before falling apart and having like a business owner have to buy a new one they were designed to like give you a certain amount of money paid out and then after a certain amount of uses just like die um so they can be finicky well, now they're like, I, I I think it's like starting to come back too with uh, all the like old fashioned timey kind of like arcades that are popping up. Like, I, I don't know. People are just getting into like older stuff. A anything it's that's nostalgia. like kind of vintage. People are just like, yes, fuck yes. I'm wearing kind of like a vintage jacket. I right for now. one support the nostalgia wave. I also like it. I feel like that's why like the 90s stuff is coming back currently is because it's like our childhood. The nostalgia is coming back. Like. You've got cinnamon, the um, what is it, the French toast cereal that's come back. I'm too cinnamon drunk toast crunch. Because we all have, it's because we're the ones who are the economic powerhouse yeah. now, and they're trying to appeal to us. And it's like, um, I it's went like this is the way to do yes. it. <laughs> it's like do it. I went shoe shopping the other day and found some um, Steve Madden like the black strap giant like wedges, oh not even God. wedges, the platform <laughs> shoes, and I put them on and immediately flashed back to when I was like four or five years old walking around in my mom's Steve Madden shoes like that. And I sent her like a video of it. And I was like, mom, they're back. And her text me was like, did you buy them? And I was like, no, they were on sale for 50% off and they were still, still $65. No, I did not buy them. That's stupid. They are ugly. Yeah. I miss the nineties. Just pooping in my pants. The, the dream <laughs> of the nineties is alive in Portland. <laughs> What's changed now, Paige? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> You asshole. <laughs> you know, I love you. Uh, this is a podcast. She says something and I go, fuck you. And then, uh, and then we switch around later. She says to the me and I go, fuck you. Yeah. And then well, here we are. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, when <laughs> when are y'all going to say fuck you to me? Uh, whenever. Uh, say something mean to us. Mean to us. Uh, 
I I don't know. I don't I'm know. An if easy target. It's my you jacket. Could, you'd be like, I don't listen to your. I podcast. was gonna say. Like, oh, I was gonna say no. your jacket. Maybe you look like uh, <gasps> you look like a Slav who squats. Oh. Um, when they sit all the time, just because. How dare you? All right, do me. You could you could dunk a basketball yeah. through your ho- hoop earrings. Boom roasted. Fuck yes. Boom roasted. Fuck you. <laughs> this is our podcast. <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna be on a roast soon. I'm very excited. Are about you? It. Yeah. Who are you doing? We're doing the roast of Caleb Garrett. Oh. Yeah. Who is Caleb Garrett? Caleb Garrett is a powerhouse of stand-up Tuscaloosa comedy. He is so funny. Cool. Uh, he's gonna come down more. I hope. Hopefully, like uh when it's summer. Um, come visit. Maybe he'll be there. Yeah, I I definitely will be coming you know to visit. I'll come. Um, and I'm gonna try and keep doing comedy in San Francisco as well. Yeah, do that. I think that there's going to be more spots for me to do open mics probably in practice. Feel I'm I'm feeling pretty confident and um and I'm starting to hit my stride with like my stage my stage presence. Like it it's really hard to like it takes like a long time yeah. to like develop like the confidence to go out there and just like be yourself mm-hmm. on stage or have some sort of a persona like develop like a presence. Yeah. Um because that's really everything. Like you can say shit that's not funny in a funny way, and people will laugh. You can just go up there and curse, and people think that shit's hilarious. Yeah, but that's only like, like that. That's only effective for some groups of people. In my experience, if you go into like a college crowd, cursing isn't enough because they already curse. Like they're already like swearing like sailors. I went up on stage one time, and I was like, I just want to try this real quick dicks and like everybody started laughing i was like oh god dicks are funny here we go (laughs) penis all right penis i can't think of what i'm gonna do for this uh theme show tonight the best thing i can think of right now is uh, a fart joke Uh, fart jokes are always funny i mean farts are funny like empirically funny in our society though you go to think if you go to other countries where they don't make fun of it so much it's not gonna be funny why are, farts are always funny. It's farts pushing air out funny. of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's it makes hilarious. it makes a little it makes a little noise. Yeah. A little ah! Noise, yeah. Like a trumpet. Pew. I am gonna do uh jokes about how everybody around me is getting married and having babies. Ha <laughs> ha. And I'm still living with my parents. So Daniel's gonna do some old stuff, uh, he told me. I'm probably gonna do some old stuff, but also I probably wanna do some jokes about like moving uh, maybe about how it's like incredibly dangerous for me to be traveling alone across yeah. the country, like which is not that really, scares me a lot. Like it scares me too. Like it's not actually really that funny, but I'm sure I could like squeeze some humor out of it. I find that the best comedy is stuff that you're scared of. Like that's why I make so many jokes about being kidnapped and murdered and shit. Like that. <laughs> so I'm, that's what I'm scared of, and I make jokes to I guess like come to terms with it. Everyone has been so. Uh, negative about my original plan which was to stupid plan there'll be like oh yeah like stupid people who sleep at rest stops and get murdered and i was just like oh yeah haha that, that would be mean. so st- i wasn't planning to so sleep stupid. at rest stops at all yeah. <laughs> those dumb people yeah you definitely shouldn't go at a rest stop i just left in a rest stop learned, learned that i didn't yeah, but i didn't learn it the hard way though oh wait what was the hard way getting, getting moited yeah Straight up moited. I thought you meant I've like taken, you had. A... I've taken trips where I've like pulled off in like rest stops or um, 
That's just very like, dangerous. Gas stations and like pulled in the back and like slept for a couple hours and then gone because it's it's to me it's safer to sleep there than it would be to sleep on the side of the road because I've slept on the side of the road before. Like just pulled over when I couldn't drive anymore and just been like I'm gonna take a thirty minute nap here and I've woken up and just like oh god I gotta keep going. I was like, like halfway. Back, I'm like, I should have pulled off in a gas station or something well lit and slept there versus sleeping on the side of the interstate. I've slept out like halfway to like uh, Colorado before, and it's it's not fun. I mean, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't have to sleep pull far cause... enough off the street. Yeah. So you don't get hit. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just I a mean, scary time. Just... Scary time to be a lady. I think the the key thing is like if you are s- traveling and then like just pulling off to the side of the road to sleep is like turning your lights all the way off, making sure if you can dim the lights in your car. I usually just pull into somebody's neighborhood or something. I know, like, well, I mean, like call the driving, cops, but you just like park somewhere. If you're driving cross country, though, like that's the thing. Like if you are on an interstate, you don't have the chance to pull off into a neighborhood or find one. You pull over your turn. For me, I turn to where like my indicators in the front are on, but my lights in the back are off, and I can turn the lights in my car off, and then I sleep. I take oh, a nap. What am I getting? Oh, what is this? It's a treat. I Ooh, love treats. Fun for later. Thank you. Thank you. They're Rice Krispies, if you're wondering. Yep. We're, we got I love Rice Krispies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> love Rice Krispies. They're so good. I see that you use the colored marshmallows. Those are my favorite. Maybe maybe I should do some jokes about Rice Krispies. Yes. Or cornflakes. Did you know that cornflakes were originally invented to help people stop masturbating? What? How's that going to help? Yeah. John Kellogg was like a super, me- super mega prude. Like... Um, and he he um, advertised cornflakes and the virtues of cornflakes oh and their abilities to stop to to um, quell the impulses of teenagers to masturbate. Fuck, I I fucking love that. Can I just see <laughs> the bowl of cornflakes a day keeps the masturbation away? Let me just say, as a child, my mom's from England, and um, this is something you can buy in stores over there. But they sell like cornflakes covered in chocolate in little clusters, so you put them. Like, you take cornflakes, you melt chocolate, you pour it into the bowl, you mix it up, and then you put it in, like, And a... then you just don't masturbate. Anymore. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it, and it's, like, a chocolate-covered masturbation stopper. It's amazing. Yeah, it's anti-masturbation. Now I know why my mom fed them to me as a child. Thanks, Mom. She wanted to keep the devil out of your pants. I know. Jesus Christ. She did a bad job. That's terrible <laughs> science. Yeah, we, uh, it's FDA-approved. You just feed your kid these fucking cornflakes, and then they just... I don't know. They just don't want to jerk it anymore. It's weird. <laughs> All right. Can I have my $10,000 now? All right. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. And then he just got the money. I'm going to oh, text God. my mom right now and be like, is this why you fed me those all the time? Oh, my God. So I would, wouldn't get off. So I wouldn't get off. Are you trying to keep that pleasurable feeling away from me? Mom should have bought me more Kellogg's. Hey. Uh, <laughs> come on. All right. That's enough. Come on. Beige. <laughs> This is a plug- public platform. There's people with kids listening. Da, 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 Dear God, da, da, I da. hope not, if we're being honest. Yeah, who's letting their kids listen to this? You're a terrible parent. Please don't let your kids listen to this. I, uh, I, There were children at the my set last night, and I, oh, I talked no. to their mom, and I was like, hey, my comedy is very irreverent, and it has contains uh, uh, adult language, so you might want to... Give him a tour of the house. Yeah, like, you should go probably and, leave. Make him go play video games, and she did. So oh, well, good for her. Well, she's a good parent. Fun. Yeah.
Uh, I when I was in New York for a little while, I went to a comedy show, kind of like in the attic of some building, um, with my parents. By the way, dope. I was like, I want to go to a comedy show, and they were like, Okay, let's go to this one. And it was like in somebody's attic, and I was like, This is my kind of scene. This is not y'all's kind of scene. I am so sorry. The one of the comics that was in there, he was pissed that there were kids there because there were kids there. There were two. One was like eleven, and one was eight. And he went up there and he was like, are there actually fucking kids here? Oh, I'm not supposed to say fucking. Sorry. God, can't fucking remember that. Hey, just want to let you both know you're ruining the show. It was like talking to the kids. It was like ruining their entire night. He was so mad. How old I was like, the why kids? are you getting mad? 11 and 8. I was like, why are you getting mad? You're getting paid it, to do it, this. Just don't, don't, get mad the, fucking. don't get mad at the kids. Get mad at the parents for bringing the kids. Oh, he was pissed at the kids. He's like, mommy and daddy shouldn't have brought you here. You're ruining the show. And I, I was like, this is awkward. I mean, with nannying and with working in a gun store, when people would bring their kids in the store, it would ruin my day. Because yeah, I'm like, I really don't like kids. We've been <sighs> I mean, like, I don't mind kids when I'm getting paid to watch kids. I don't mind kids if they're like friends' kids. But if I'm working somewhere and you're bringing your kids into a store where they should not be, for me, it's like if you're bringing your kids into a gun store that's bringing your kids into Callie's love stuff, like, they're not supposed to be there. They're not. They're not even you ju- allowed. Yeah, they they're not allowed. supposed to be in there. They are legally allowed in the store. They're not allowed. They are not allowed on the range. Unless Mom, what's this? It's <laughs> just a dildo. There's like a certain age. I want to say it's uh, ten on the range, but I mean, for me, if your if your kids with you and they're walking around, they're being respectful. I don't give a shit. But if your kids running around like kids do, get them the fuck out. They I don't need really to be don't in like here. Children, take them home. I don't even want kids in the pet store. Like, I don't even know why I still work there. There's just, uh, ah, they're just like, I will say, Paige, walking I'm very, around being I'm, kids. I'm very sorry. My parents were those parents on Friday nights that, like, while my mom was drinking her margarita in the Mexican restaurant next door, when we'd finish our food, they're like, go eat food and go check out the, the rabbits. Go look at them. The fun thing is, they think I won't go over there. They'll and get be them. there in a few minutes. And, if, like, we're if, over uh, there on Friday nights, high on bubble gum and chicken. Fi- what is it dinosaur chicken fingers from mexican restaurant picking up rabbits or trying to and you guys were yelling at us yeah and yeah. i will and I'm i will sorry. go get your mommy from los tarascos or whatever <laughs> los tacos or something <laughs> i don't know what it is. I, I i've I, they know me over there now like whenever i go in there they're just like hi Paige," and i'm just like hi where's the softball team <laughs> where's the mom where are the parents at and they'll just like point me towards them and i'll just be like awesome and like go over there and be like Number 14 and number 28. I don't know whose parents y'all are, but you need to come get your kids because they won't get out of my store and I need them out. Hey, Paige, I just want you to know I was there on a date on Valentine's Day and there were some kids in the pet store and one of your employees came in and was getting kids from the table a few seats over from us. But I busted out laughing on me. He's like, what? And I was like, that's Paige. Just not Paige. It's me, but not me. It's Paige, but not Paige. Yeah, I was. I, I just they were mad. I just don't want kids touching my animals. I don't think that's too much to ask. Don't touch them. Yeah, I just, I feel very strongly that animals don't have a voice to be able to, like, dude, put me the fuck down. What yeah. the hell? I know what they want, and I'll let you know what they want. They want to be put down. Yeah. I'm going to call Publix Publix until they start covering their employees' prep in their insurance again. Yeah, they should do that. Employees what? Prep, the anti-HIV drug. Oh, okay. They said they they wanted to stop covering it for their employees based on religious grounds. I, I literally just had a conversation about this today. That shit makes me so mad. What happened to separation of church and state? 
Uh, Hobby Lobby, Hobby Lobby sued and and won that the right not to cover birth control, birth control and stuff based on religious grounds. So there's a precedent for them to be like, we don't want to. That's ridiculous. So I am going to. I should probably tweet them and be like, hey, Publix, I'm going to call your store Publix until you start covering this again. Publix. I'm gonna go to Walmart and buy my yogurt instead of coming to you guys because I do the rest of my grocery shopping at Costco. Hey, Publix, your sandwiches are delicious, but I'm gonna stop buying them. Their bread is delicious. Oh, also their chicken fingers legendary. Oh shit! You know what? Maybe we should stop talking about Publix. I'm gonna compliment them too much. Sorry, Publix. Publix. Come buy your sandwiches. Their rice pudding in the deli section. Oh, dear God. And the pedophores. I know you hate getting political, but we were talking about, me and Jackie were talking about this today. Uh, there's a senator or congressman or something in uh, Oklahoma is trying to pass an anti-abortion bill, or maybe they already passed it. And his grounds for that was because he believed that God had a purpose for every. Thing. And so, like, rape and incest oh, were not outliers for, like, unwanted pregnancy. Oh, my God. I know. Mind your own fucking business, man. Imagine if you were a lady and you got raped, dude. Like. I, it just, oh, God. It just really pissed me I off. And, like, also, patriarchy. not everybody is fucking religious. So why do I have to follow your fucking rules? Religion is so patriarchal. It's ridiculous. Um, like, the only, the only chill, like. Christians that I know of are the Episcopals. Can they let like women be whatever in the organization? And they've got like a female bishop, and they like gay gay people be priests and stuff. Like they're chill, but like the rest of them are so so exclusive, like to everyone. Yeah, I read a pretty sweet article about Vikings and how they would let women own property and pretty much do whatever they want. And if like a man hit his wife, she was allowed to just like beat the shit out of him. That was pretty sweet. Vikings to be a Viking ahead of their lady. time. Didn't the Vikings also accept like um, witchcraft or like the witchcraft religion? Like they weren't Wiccans. into witchcraft, Wiccans. They weren't into that, but they allowed their um, people to be into that without um, prejudice. I think I read something about freedom some, of religion. Yeah, freedom of Wiccans. <laughs> I want to start my own religion, and it's just going to be called the what the fuck ever man religion. Just like do, do what, what you, you want. want. It's Dudism. There we go. Dude. That's just like your opinion, man. I don't know, man. What if you like, what if you physically cannot care enough? Like, I can't make myself care. I'm sorry. Like, I want to care, but I can't. So, I don't know. That's my religion. And my God is just like a sloth. Yeah, that's, that's dudyism. All right, dudyism. <laughs> like like uh, the Big Lebowski. Church of the Latter-day Dude. Dude. Yeah. It exists. All right, guys. I'm a dudist now. <laughs> Paige is a dudist. Dude. That was the easiest Dude. conversion ever. Yep. And we're all done. Mm-hmm. So I've been tending the shop upstairs as Alice is attempting to sell all of her possessions. Has anyone bought anything? As we move forward, not yet. Has anyone come in? No. I tried to flag some people down on the street by subverting the, the spinny sign trope. I just had the sign taped to my arm and I wasn't getting wet in the rain smoking a wet cigarette with a coffee cup in my hand <laughs> with the balloon bouncing around my head. Oh, no. No one stopped for that. I can't imagine why. I quickly got discouraged. <laughs> I was quickly discouraged. How quick is quickly? Are we talking but you like five minutes? Or are we talking about like twenty minutes? I gave it like twenty minutes. So that's pretty oh, okay. cool. Yeah. Jackie, I'm proud of you. Thank you. 
I will say, Paige and I, did you ever have to dance in the tomato suit for organic harvest? No, because I refused to do that. <laughs> I like did a, it one Like an American. Time. No, and, um, we used to work at a grocery store, Jackie, and bleep this out. You know, you got like the big, like the Chick-fil-A cow. Mm-hmm. They had the <laughs> tomato. It's not as catchy. It was but not. It is, it is less morbid. But I had to stand, I did it one time and then I told them, no, never again. But I had to stand on on the, on the 31 in a tomato costume yes. dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, after about five minutes of dancing, I'm like, this thing's heavy. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> y'all, y'all are stupid. I don't work for the I, tomato I, lobby anymore. <laughs> and I said, I'm a cashier. If you want to make me do this, y'all are paying me double. It was and too then, hot. It was way it was too like hot. A fucking it was a sauna. I came out 10 pounds suit. lighter. I was like, this is nice, but not the way I wanted to lose 10 pounds today. Yeah, not, Thank you. Not included in my job description. Yeah. The dancing of the tomato. Uh, yeah. Do you want to take a quick break and come back for another 15 minutes or so? Sure. Quick break. We'll yes. see you in a minute. Pop, 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 Bye, pop, guys. Do you enjoy debating the hot and relevant topics of the day with folks on the internet? Do you wish there was a better way? Do you want to be heard, understood, and captured for the record as a way of working out possible solutions and synergistic understanding of different points of view in order to try and repair this bizarre world? Then you are in the right place. I Came Here for an Argument is the newest show on the Earth Hotel Podcast Network and is your verified award-winning source for informed and otherwise debate in these modern, confusing times. Available now at theearthhotel.org and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Ich bin Ikfa. Thanks for listening. Fart noise. Fart, 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 fart. Are we rolling? Hey guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Fart. Uh, hi. This podcast brought to you by Fart. 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 If you need to, just let it out. Get it this, near you. This podcast brought to you by Flatulence. Whoa. Ass gas, as I like to call it. And viewers like you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And well. this, or in this case, and listeners like you, our dear listeners. Whee! I just call them viewers to have fun. Viewers. With them. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Thanks for watching, whatever, guys. Thanks whatever for you're watching, watching as, you, as you hear this. I'm having so much fun with this if you're like stuff me you have on your walls. <laughs> you're watching the traffic. I thought that was someone with a breathing problem. I'm sorry. <gasps> it's uh, Alice has um, noise-canceling foam on her walls, which is really nice. It's got I little like ridges. It. it looks very nice. The acoustics are nice in here. Acoustics, too. Um, I'm going to go make sure no one's trying to sell things or buy things from your sailing. I think uh, someone might be here in a few minutes, Jackie. Okay, well, it's been fun on this podcast. Um, When you're done, just walk away. Okay. Come get me and then I'll turn this off. All right. So thanks for listening. Will do. Thanks for viewing. Bye, Jackie. Thanks for watching. Oh, of course. I love it. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Time for the creepy part of the podcast. Hi, guys. (laughs) We're back. We went to a weird place for a second. (laughs) I wanted to be like, we have a show tonight. (gasps) I'm not prepared. Oh, I am not prepared either. Nobody's prepared. I'm going to come laugh at you guys. I'm just going to talk about uh, how everybody's getting married around me. What is the theme? Change. Oh. Fate, chance, and the winds of change. Very broad. Mm, yes. uh, I may stay at home. That seems like a very deep topic. <laughs> I am not ready comedy. to deal with that. But I'm gonna do my uh, I'm gonna do my Alexa jokes. Can and... I get cheese dip while I'm there? Yeah, they have the restaurant next door. 
It's it's this it's in the restaurant. But it's not like is it though? It's in the side they'll bring room. Bring me food. They'll, they'll, you can still they'll order still bring food. Me food? Yes. All right, then I'll yeah, come eat cheese there tonight. Fuck yeah! I wish I could just go up there like <laughs> Tuscaloosa does and just go up there and go yeah and just take my clothes off. <laughs> I mean, you could. I wouldn't complain. Thanks, bud. Preach. <laughs> Decade of friendship. I still haven't seen Decade you naked. Decade of friendship. You've seen me undress. Not completely naked. Oh well, you might. Hey. <laughs> If I come tonight. Maybe. Paige, where did you go to high school? Uh, I went to Homewood. <gasps> I know, we went to the same high school. Ah! Ain't that crazy? I too hung out went to Homewood. Yeah. What year were you? What year were you? 2012? What year were you? 2011. How did we not what know each happening? other? What is happening? Yeah, what is- You were my brother's grade. Do you remember Connor McBride? Oh my God. Yeah, that's Ooh! my brother. Your brother is Connor McBride. Yeah. Oh my God. My mind is blown right now. Yep. I'm sorry if he was kind of a dick. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was okay. Everybody says that. I feel so <laughs> bad. Connor, though. I was yeah, like, yeah, that's fine. It's high school. Isn't that like, crazy? Like, I don't talk to anyone in high school. In fact, someone I saw from high school who I carpooled with a year saw me the other night and introduced herself. I was oh. like, yeah. was like, hello, and I was like, well, yeah, we. Know and I was like, other. what? Uh, I no, I did not say that. I was like, I was just like, hi, and I introduced myself. Because it's more amusing to me to be, like, a new person in this person's life than it is to, to like, have that embarrassing, awkward conversation about, like, oh, you forgot me, like. But you have to wonder in those situations <laughs> if they actually forgot or if they're just trying. To be an asshole? Not to be an asshole, but if they don't know how to react in this situation. Because I've reintroduced myself to people that I've met before because I couldn't tell if they recognized me or not. So I'm like, hi, I'm Natalia. It's nice to meet you. I straight up, I'm just like, yeah, we've met before. We actually went to school. No, she she together. straight up asked me because we talked for like an, an hour, and then she was just like, oh. she was like, I feel like we've known each other our whole lives, and I was like, what a yeah. crazy dink we have. Yeah, and she was just like, she was like, have I met you? I feel like I've met you somewhere before. I feel like I know you already, and um, and I was like, hmm, yeah, I don't know. She's just like, wow, can we be friends? And I was like, why yeah. not? Yes, why not? Yes, of course, we can. Of course, we can. Sounds super. Let's do it. Yeah. Yep. yep. It, it's 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 a fun it's a fun thing. I only really talked to a few people from high school, so like it's it's really no sweat. Like, um, people are a lot different, and then some people aren't cha- haven't changed at all. Like, yeah, like I, I I I remember some people from Homewood that I've seen like since. Oh my God! I saw um, I saw one of the girls in my grade who got pregnant recently <sighs> with her like family of multiple children and her husband who she married in high school at Sabor Latino the other night at a Mexican restaurant just like having dinner with their family and I was like oh my god can we please say this name girl we'll you quack are... it out what we'll quack this name out who was it it's uh I knew it oh, I, <laughs> knew I knew it, it. <laughs> Oh, I knew it. Yeah. I was like, she she sells like her weight loss stuff. Yeah, and, and she her... tried to get me to join her weight loss selling team, and I was uh... like, this seems like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it is I'm a pyramid out. scheme. It, if I'm it out. if it has anything to do with referring other people, it literally is a pyramid scheme. I know. What the hell? She's like, I'm making such good money. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> Jackie, quack this out. Quack it out. Jackie, quack it out. It's quacked. It's quacked. It's dumb been quacked out. Y'all don't even know what we talked about. Yeah. What's even happening? Where are we? Speaking of quacks, I'm actually Do you have a selling duck? a rubber duck in oh. my moving sale. It's Bluetooth low energy connected. Oh. It's connect- connected when to a smartphone moving? app. Does it go what? in my bathtub and I can listen to what music? What day are you moving? How much is that? It's 20 bucks. 
Mm. It's a giant. Is it that big? Wait, what is it? It's a rubber duck. It's like this big. It's got lights in it. <laughs> it's got a speaker in it, and it can make it makes quack noises. And you can connect to it as a regular Bluetooth speaker. Oh, Let us listen cool. to it. When we get it also has temperature sensors, so it can sense if your bath water is too hot. Oh, so it actually goes in the bathtub? Yeah, it's a, an actual rubber duck. Like it's <sighs> it's a real like, yes! it's yes! a real rubber duck. It's it's also a, a, a piece buddy. of computer hardware, but it's a real rubber duck. Has a charging base. It has like contact points, so it's all sealed in there and, and waterproof. Alice is having a garage sale as we do this podcast. <laughs> yes, and thank you to Jackie for attending to my sale yes, while yes. we are down here. Gab- Producer. Gabbin. Gabbin away. Just gabbin. Drunkenly gabbin on a Sunday. Is it morning still or is it afternoon? I'm afternoon. pretty sure it's afternoon. It's fairly afternoon. Woo! Yay! Y'all yeah, will be hearing po- everyone this on the podcast. Yeah, you you'll be hearing this um in the past. Alice yes. will be gone by the time you hear this. I'll be already in Oakland. Alice will be living her Oakland, new life away from city us. City of dreams for gay people at least. For gay Can we people. come visit you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna have like a big room. Like the bi- the room that I get is honestly a little bit large for Oakland, and I'm That's paying big. a really cheap price really? for it. Um, I, it's got like two separate rooms that are like sort of like it's like L-shaped mm-hmm. sort of and it has a big ass walk-in closet Ooh. and then like so I have basically enough room to have a bedroom and a separate office slash living space so can I sleep in your closet is the real question yes, there. yes. there's actually a cot already in there yes no we're gonna come stay with you in your closet I'm just gonna do it'll be cool up. we can smoke pot and go walk to the farmer's market I don't know what people do in I'll Oakland go to the <laughs> what do people do in Oakland I love that We'll do farmers market things, you know. Yeah, Oakland we'll just do things. farmers market things. And, uh, I don't know. And, fr- and free, 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 free love to um, summer of, of love. Yeah, yeah. Peace, free love, peace, summer of love, peace and love. Booyah! That, okay, um, it's a very old yeah. statement. Booyah! 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 I, I feel like I feel like an now? older statement would be like, "Waza!" <laughs> what is up, yo? Waza! Diggity dog! I used to be weird and whenever um people would be like what's up and i'd be like what is up home slice hello uh, diggity door what is up my home style biscuit what home is up my biscuit, ravioli yes. of love that's a, that's a little far is it you took it way too far noodles uh, naked noodles are noodles. not to be brought up in this conversation hey i love steamy nudes you know me <laughs> steamy nudes steamy nudes <laughs> oh good times good good times. but we are gonna miss you we are Aww. It was very shocking when I saw your status on Facebook. You were just like, oh, by the way, I'm moving. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, it's I was sort like of on been, my couch. And I was like, no way. It's sort of been in the works for a while. I've been dreaming about it for a long time, for about two years. Uh, and I went through a really long piece of depression on and off for the past two years, feeling really stuck. And uh, when I left my job, I just was like, I, I found housing. It just sort of all worked out and it happened sooner than I thought. I thought I was going to actually move a month from now. And then they were like, oh, actually, we need your rent on um, May 1st. Thanks. No, and, I was like, and I was like, ah, okay. Um, so that's what spurred the quick move. Um, but I, I think I'm really going to flourish there. I'm definitely going to come back to Birmingham. Um, so many, so many lovely, lovely people have been here and been so like, loving and supportive to me over the past few years and really helped me grow as a person and 
like you don't just forget that like you don't just like abandon that birmingham is always going to be home and people here are are a part of that so i'm really excited i'm a little sad it's bittersweet um but birmingham as a as a city not the people were i didn't feel like the people were making me feel like i was being held prisoner but yeah. the city itself like as a whole concept or a construct was sort of like holding me back in my industry i'm a really big fish in a small pond in the city there's not really a company in birmingham that could fully utilize my skills as a developer yeah because there's not a lot of mobile first software companies here they're mostly in banking and insurance which is fine like you know people we need banking and insurance companies but like or maybe we don't but uh you know black blockchain might solve that problem so we'll see about that but uh you know it's i get to i get to go out to a place where there's a lot of like-minded people a lot of really other other smart people who are going to be excited to work on projects with me and work i'll get to work for a company that values like ethics and i'm really excited about my interviews with patreon especially because their mission like it really really like scratches my ethics bone in a way that it has not been scratched in a long time like i was asked to do questionable things as a developer at some of my previous jobs like things that i felt were like not in the best interest of the people using the platform or not in the best interest of um like consumers you know that were using these products so it's it's really it sucks to have to like admit that it's like it's either do it or do it or like lose your job yep and when you're like a lady in the software engineer uh, engineering industry losing your job is like pretty shitty because it's harder to get a job people take you less seriously it's i don't know uh it's sexist AF, as the kids say. Yeah, um, as the kids say. It's like, I mean, I've been doing this job for eight years and people still will second guess me on like basic stuff that like questions my basic qualifications. Like in a public meeting, they'll be like, oh, are you sure you're not thinking about this? It's like, no, actually, I already did think about this. And then I'll have to like defend myself yeah, and ridiculous. defend my de- decision making when a guy saying the same thing will be like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, sure. We're just going to do that. Gonna, yeah. You know, take your word for it. But uh, I think I'm just going to I think that there's a couple of companies that are really trying to make meaningful decisions that don't like allow that type of behavior. And there's a couple of companies who are making like meaningful diversity hires and actually like maintaining a specific quota of people and actually making meaningful hires based on that and like uh making sure that there's more women in the uh engineering positions and more people of color and more queer people like just be being more representative of the whole population mm-hmm. um if they're if their uh employee base is an uh, representative of their user base and the people that are living in the area that their company is based in like what's the whole what's the point yeah what's the point you know that's 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 my whole thing. It's just like if you're not, you can say you're an equal opportunity employer, but when you're not actually making equal hires and you're maintaining a, com- a culture of toxic masculinity, and by like repeatedly trying to keep a like culture fit and allowing your employees to decide who gets hired based on whether or not they like that person. I mean, that's that's okay to a certain extent because you do have to like feel you can work well with people. But there's a there's an extreme to that where when you take it really far, 
you end up only hiring people who are like you because you inherently want to be around people that are like you. Yep. And, and that's like a, I think that's like a, a subconscious human behavior. Like it's, it's bias. It's not necessarily something that you can be like conscious of all the time, but like you can develop systems that make sure at least your hiring process isn't biased, you know, like, I'm I'm on a rant at this point. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to me rant about this for a second. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to move. Um, I think it's gonna be great. My new house is in on the end of my street. There's a green line that goes directly to a farmer's market. That's I'm cool. like I'm like, what is this? Like, is this real life? What is like, a farmer's market? Like, I've never <laughs> even shopped at a farmer's market before because like we have one here, but. It's inaccessible. Like you have to drive in your car, yep. and like you can't go there regularly because it's not open all the time. It's only open like Saturdays, Saturdays from eight to twelve. At, from yep. eight to twelve, it's like you can't do your shopping like at all, only only that time. Um, so, what made you choose Oakland? Uh, that's where housing was available. That's okay. where I was offered a spot in a house full of queers. So, awesome. Basically, the the saying is that housing takes three times as long to find as a job okay. in, in the Bay area. And when I was offered housing, I knew that taking it was a good idea because if I found a job and moved there that way, then that would be a long and arduous process and that would like mm-hmm. take time. So the fact that I already have housing mm-hmm. makes a huge difference and also help me get a job offer. Like people, yep. people don't want to relocate people like, yeah. It, it's uh, it saves them money to not have to pay to Bingo. ship in someone from yeah. the outside. People are in Silicon Valley because that's where the the talent is. Well, what made you move there in the first place? Was that like a spot that you had picked, or did you have multiple cities picked and you were looking at all of them? I just wanted to be in the San Francisco Bay Area okay. near San Francisco. I knew that living in Oakland was going to be the most affordable, okay. and that's also where I had friends who offered me a spot in their house. Okay. And so, like, I didn't have to look. Mm-hmm. They, uh, uh, there's no like roommate like selection process to have to go through because they know who I am. They know mm-hmm. me, um, and they know I make money. They know I'm a software engineer. Like, so it's not an issue um, for me to just move in. Okay, and that's really the main impetus for me moving is just like them be them needing a roommate. They're having a vacancy, but like, it's expensive. It's like. It's like a lot of money. We, and that's in Oakland. Like that's not even in San Francisco. If you if you're if you have a apartment in San Francisco that's a single bedroom apartment, you're looking at probably like six to eight thousand dollars depending on the neighborhood a month. Shit. That's why that's why software developers at these companies make like six figures at least. A hundred and ten thousand is considered on the low side of income in that area. And you you can actually like get on certain assistance program assistance programs if you're below that income if you're like a fam a fam family of multiple people and you are below that income which makes sense because like the housing prices has got have gotten so high that like people who uh, are like normal cannot afford to live there yeah I I'm barely I'm like gonna barely afford to live there as like a software engineer but I'm. Um, I'm really excited. I, I have some job interviews lined up. Um, one with Reddit, one with Patreon. Um, Reddit's exciting. I actually applied to them in like 2014 
And that was back when Ellen Powell was CEO and I got like a personal rejection uh, oh, letter so email nice. from Aww. her. But it was back when like everyone like hated Ellen Powell or not everyone. I mean, the Reddit user base hated Ellen Powell. I didn't hate Ellen Powell. I thought she made some tough decisions as a CEO and the user base, which was a little bit rabid, um, turned on that. And uh, they're like, no, we want to we want to make fun of fat people. You we you can't tell us what not what to do. Meh, 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 meh. Like that that sort of that sort of I mean, and the decision stuck too. Like there haven't been any new fat people hate subreddits. Yeah. Which is great. Like that's good. Pe- subreddits which exist to harass people should not exist. I agree with that. I think that's like a hundred percent a Good yeah. decision. I feel like I need to get back on Reddit. I was on it for a couple months, realized it was sucking up a lot of my time, and I left. Yeah, so I'm just on Tumblr now. Oh yeah, Tumblr's even Tumblr's even worse with the time. Like you, you, you like look up and you're like, "What day is it? Yeah, <laughs> where am I?" Um, yeah, I really, I really, uh, I'm hoping that there's not. If I do get an offer at Reddit, I'm really hoping that it's not. Like I read because I've read a few pretty negative reviews about the culture there and about how it's sort of like a high school. Oh, goody. And I'm just like, I don't want to go back to yeah. high school. High school sucked. High school sucked. Like That's why I left public school, guys. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's... I went to a hippie school. It was great. Which, uh, a Montessori school? Cahaba school. Oh, Even smaller. Doper. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Not That's awesome. Dope, 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 dope. <laughs> We got a smoke break halfway through our four hour work, to our four hour school day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just in case. Four hours a day, four days a week. I could not complain. That's amazing. Where's Cahaba School at? It was in Hoover. Um, our principal got really sick a few years ago and they shut the school down because she couldn't run anymore. Oh. Yeah. Sad. She was sick while I was there. Like my last, my senior year, she got really sick um, probably after, just after the. Um, first semester and then um, after that she was she we i think i saw her for graduation and that was it went back that two years later to say hello to everybody and she wasn't there and they said she hadn't been in all year and i was like oh no oh no it's probably the reason why i can't get my transcripts anymore to apply for college again so college i'm kind of fucked there Woo! college i didn't finish college neither did i uh, I'm the only one that finished, and I'm doing terrible. I, I feel like I should finish th- there, but like at this point, it's sort of fiscally irresponsible for me to do that. Eh, it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah, like I, I've gotten farther in my career than most of my peers who have degrees now. Like people in my, my class um, mm-hmm. in the computer science department. Um, and it's all it's really because I started working full-time while I was in school. And then... Um, once once I realized, like, oh, this is, like, the money you can make if you just, like, do a career in this. And if you've got work experience, like, that's all people care yeah. about. Yeah, seriously. Um, having the formal-ish education is there. Like, mo- having most uh, having most of my computer science – actually, I have all my computer science done. Ha- not having the official degree hasn't hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. That's like me with marketing. Well, then just don't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. I don't have a marketing degree. Money. That's what I do for. But I also now. want to apply to grad school someday. Uh, so you you have to fulfill the you have to have yeah. an undergrad to apply. I could go to you uh, to engineering school in Rome for almost for virtually for free, like as a foreigner, get a graduate degree. But I'd have to have an undergrad degree. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like do an online community college and finish my gen ed courses like 
over a summer or something. Do it. Yeah. I think you'll do good whatever you decide. Awesome. The world is your oyster. You're already grabbing And I think it. you're going to do very well in Oakland. Yes. Too. I'm grabbing too, the... The bull well, by the horns? I was going to say the uh, oyster by the shells. Or... The bull by its testicles. <laughs> the boy by its testicles. I don't know. I'm very excited for your Oakland Not endeavors. Yeah, I'm me cheering too. for you. I'm very excited. Thank yeah, you, you got to tell us stories. All right, guys. This has been a second installment of the day of Beers and Broads. I'm sobering up a bit. Paige, how about I'm you? I'm a little more sober. <laughs> Good. Alice, how are you feeling? A-OK. I was going to say okie dokie smoky. I was going to try and do something cute. but You do okie dokie artichokey. Okie dokie artichokey. <laughs> smoky. Alice is doing okie dokie artichokey. <laughs> right. yeah. well, we will miss you. We will miss I'll Alice. I will miss you as well. We are going to have to Skype you in or something you in. I fully support it. In the future. All right. That's good to me. All right, guys. We love you. We'll Thanks see you next week. Thanks for oh. having me. You're welcome. I guess Thank you for being I, on. Next recording, you'll get to hear about me and Paige going a mullet toss. This is my NPR voice. Uh, we thank love you it. for being on Beers and Broads this today, and uh, and that and, that, and that's that was my impression of a of a NPR <laughs> person. Anyways, that seems thanks. Like a good place Bye. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Earth Hotel Network. This show and others like it can be found at theearthhotel.org. You can send feedback, strange signals, and interpretations of your dreams to theearthhotel at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. This has been Jackie.